Hello, Barry, William Magliddy. Welcome to this episode of the Tradey Business School podcast. I'm joined by my co-host, Miranda Hill, and we're talking all things automation as part of the mini-series we've done based on my book, The Path to Freedom. Miranda, how are you doing today? I am fantastic. This, uh, this, this session on automation leads on from the one we did before this on systems. They really do dovetail together. Um, really excited. I know many of you out there might just go, really, Miranda, automation, and you're excited, but I really am. Um, <laughs> and, and Barry's grinning here too. So you know, this is one of the ways that you can have even more of an impact in business, but do less. And if you haven't already, you need to go back and listen to at least this full mini-series starting with vision, mission, values, et cetera, et cetera, because they do all lead on from the next. And if you want to go a lot deeper and get the templates of how to put the stuff in your business, make sure you get a copy of The Path to Freedom from Amazon. Automation, when we talk about automation, there's a lot of uh, different automation we could be referring to in business. You know, there's automation of email marketing. There's automation of client onboarding. And yes, they're all automation, but the, the bit that I want to specifically dive into uh, today is, is twofold. One is how do we set up our systems and processes and team to be more autonomous and automated? And two more so, I guess, getting into a mindset of creating automation business. Because anytime you can create automation, meaning that there is some form of, of process or system happening without you or necessarily another team member being involved, it means your business becomes more efficient, more effective, and of course, more profitable. So that means you'd have a greater impact in your business, but doing a lot less, which frees you up to focus on high value activities and ultimately gets your business to run without you. There's still going to be some humans involved in the business, right? But there's a lot of things that we see business owners, traders, contractors doing that they shouldn't be doing, right? or uh, that no human in their business should be doing because there is simpler ways about doing it. So we're not going to dive into, you know, what are the top 10 software systems to growth hack your time, but we are going to talk a little bit deeper into how do we set up our systems and processes and team to be more autonomous. Uh, we hinted or we spoke a little bit in the last episode around how we use Asana connected to our systems, our SOP, our how-tos, in uh, our Google Drive or Dropbox, you know, one of the cloud storing softwares to allow your team members to operate more effectively. But uh, yeah, ultimately, I believe, uh, we believe that until your business runs without you, you have a job, right? Which is very high risk and you don't realize how high risk it is until you can no longer show up at work and the money stops coming in and the bills keep piling up and your partner's nagging you because the power's cut off and there's no food to feed your kids. So, you know, until you have business operates without you, you're still required to oversee, check, and chase. You're still putting out fires. We need to change that. Mm, absolutely. Um, you know, it's exhausting to having to be across everything. So whether or not you're you're doing okay at it now, as your business scales and grows, and I we hear it time and time again, it's like, oh, I want to grow my business. I want to grow my business. Yet the business owner's hand is in every um piece of the pie in the business they're wearing every single hat and overseeing everything making constant continual decisions you know and if you're out there uh listening to this and you're like wow you know my phone keeps ringing as i'm trying to listen to this and every step of the way someone has to call me and ask me what to do next 
Then start with the systems episode. At the very minimum, go back and listen to this because they it joins directly into this. What we're talking about today is how to get your systems running automatically in your business. This is all around creating um, routine in your business. It's around getting things to happen in, uh, on a recurring frequency and to happen without you, I guess, pressing the button every time to make the next step happen. Yeah. Uh, it reduces all of that. So, you know, just touching on for a moment uh, decisions, Barry, and I know we, we often talk about um, you know, decision-making fatigue, and those of you out there might have heard about it. Think about it for a moment. In every single day, we have myriads, hundreds and hundreds of decisions to make, and some are big and some are small, yet you will run probably the same steps. Think about how you get get ready for the day every day. You'll have the same, you know, series of steps. You know, you'll get out and you'll maybe, you know, you go to the toilet and you put your clothes on, you brush your teeth, and you'll do it in the same order every day. And we do that as human beings because it reduces the number of decisions we have to make every day. And so what we want to do is save our energy for the important decisions. Yeah, well, you look at you look at Mark Zuckerberg, you look at Steve Jobs, you know, mm-hmm. they're, they're publicly quoted uh, in many places around wearing the same clothes every day. Not the same clothes, but it's like they have probably 10 pairs of the same pants and 10 pairs of you know, 10, 10, 10 to the same shirt because they talk about decision fatigue. And there's a lot of studies that show that we only have the capability of making so many critical decisions every day. Now, if you're a trader or a general contracting business owner, like you're making a lot of big decisions every day. So the more that we can pull that decision uh, making ability away from those meaningless tasks or the things that we can put into automation or the things we can delegate off to our team, the more capacity you have to take on board bigger problems. Now, ultimately to succeed in business, the bigger business gets, the bigger the problems get, but the better you get at solving them, right? And, and less emotional at solving them too, hopefully. So, you know, we look at this, essentially automation removes unnecessary decisions and saves our focus and energy for decisions that matter in our business, right? So a platform that we like to use when it comes to specifically tying things together from a systemization perspective, and when we're talking systems, I'm not talking software systems, I'm talking about a link between documents and reminders and people that allow our organization to work when we're not there as if we are. So we're, we're big advocates of Asana. There's plenty of other platforms like it. Asana basically is a job management software. Now, it's not particularly a thing that you would use to uh, manage the, the building of a new home or installation of a kitchen, although you could. There is specific trade software for that. But Asana is something that we use across all of my companies to manage our staffs and our reoccurring tasks. And so it gives us the ability to set up uh, pillars or teams, they call them in there, So we'd have a team set up for marketing, for sales, for delivery or fulfillment, for uh, HR and for finance. And we have that same structure across anywhere we need to to, to interact with documents. So we know, okay, this is a marketing thing. I look for it in the marketing document. This is a marketing task. I look for it in a sign under the marketing team. And essentially what we're doing is anything that we're doing more than once goes into a sign as a task, right? And it gets linked, hyperlinked to the document in Google Drive. And a team member gets assigned and it gets assigned for the day of the week and how often it's to reoccur. Now, every time a team member does it, clicks it off, it shows back up that day, that time of the week, whenever we set it for. All right. 
which allows our team to just jump into their inbox and go, oh, what are my tasks for today? Without having to think, oh, I must do that, I must do that, ticking things off lists, having bits of paper around the office and sticking out and everything else. So we typically have the one platform that rules them all, which for us is Asana, that allows us to create workflows, manage tasks and manage teams very, very effectively. It's so powerful. You just you just jump in and it tells you, uh, do this, do this, do this, do this. It is one way uh, to take out the, I guess, the the mistakes that human beings will make in forgetting things. We all make mistakes. We all get distracted. We all have moments. Maybe we're unwell. Uh, maybe we're distracted and something's going on in our personal life and we forget to do something. Um, I spoke to somebody earlier today who was chasing an invoice from a client and the client's like, I didn't. I didn't get the invoice. He said, what do you mean? I sent it to you. Anyway, he went into his inbox and he discovered he'd emailed the invoice to himself (laughs) because it wasn't um, a system set up and it wasn't automated in such a way and he was wearing all of the hats. So this was a business owner and this could have been a task that was delegated had a system been set in place and, and it all been automated. Yet he wasn't, he didn't know. So all of a sudden now he's chasing a debt that he thought was owed, that he needed the money and the, and the client had never even received the invoice. Genuine human error. He was, oh, whoops, sorry, I'll send it. But you um, scale that and there's a lot of lost revenue. There's a lot of lost time, let alone the fact that this is the business owner that is trying to fish around in his sent inbox, trying to work out why the client hadn't got the invoice in the first place. So, you know, often clients will start with their invoicing and debt collection processes and systems really really important it's one of the the um probably the areas that at least enjoyed for them um and you're probably laughing out there out listening oh yeah i love invoicing yeah <laughs> most most trade, traders have got a ton of unpaid invoices yeah sitting and, out there and a ton of unfollowed up quotes as well yep and you as soon as you systemize it so write the series of steps that are required for that then you automate it so you set it up so it's all recurring be it in asana or whatever platform you choose then uh it's ready it'll run without you it'll tell your staff what to do when to do it it'll prompt them to do it remind them to do it and just keep things going uh without relying on the human memory and and people remembering and you can set up systems for everything running meetings onboarding clients training staff, marketing, invoicing, um, debt collection. There's so many things. Yeah, two things I want to touch on there. One is like this, how you're like, oh, yeah, but it's just like I can remember to send an invoice a week. It's like, yeah, you can. But if you have a reminder that prompts a team member to check up on that, they would have picked up on that before the business owner realised they had been paid, right? Marianne, I, I wouldn't even know a tenth of what happens daily in amongst the, the organisation I'm involved in. I just don't, nor do I need to know because I have the right KPIs in place to understand when there is a problem, how to track it down. I have the organisational chart in place that, that, that understands you know, how to manage what staff, who's required for what. But most importantly, the, the staff and the team are the ones building the systems and building the automation because that's what we've taught them, right? And that's what makes their jobs easier. I remember that when I went to hire... Uh, my first sales guy for one of my earlier companies, The Game Changers. It took me uh, almost a month to onboard this person, spending ridiculous amounts of time with them daily, running them through scripts and the program and the calls. And it took them a month. And I think it took them another two months after that to make their first sale. And needless to say, it was a very bad 
and scarring experience for me that prevented me from almost hiring salespeople again. And I've spoken to a lot of traders that are like, ah, oh, no, like I'm never going to hire an admin staff again. Last time was a nightmare. They cost me more money than they made me. Yes, because you didn't have a system to onboard them and train mm-hmm. them. So the next time I did it, I was like, right, I'm going to hire three salespeople. I'm going to have them compete against each other for the job. And the one that makes the most sales at the end of the month is the one that receives the salary plus commissions and the other two just get commissions and no job. And I actually did this before I hired them is I went through on Asana and made a full salesperson onboarding. I put videos in there of previous sales calls. I put links to scripts. I put links to vision mission values. I put training videos that I pre-recorded. I systemized the shit out of the onboarding of the salespeople. Now, the cool thing was is I had a 30-minute call with them when they started and I didn't speak to them again for seven days. And between the onboarding call of 30 minutes and seven days later, all of them made a sale. Every single one of them made a sale, right? Now, yes, I probably hired slightly better salespeople, but actually what really happened is they had a full onboarding process that took them step-by-step step through everything they needed to know that they could get trained up on before they even started the role, right? This is the opportunity you guys have as tradies to make a really incredible business that allows you to do more of what you love through systemization and putting those systems in automation. Mm, mm. Oh, I had the same experience. We are onboarding somebody at the moment, uh, you know, two days into the role, and I sent them through a file as we do, and off went the email with all the key bits in it. And and she's like, oh, hang on. And I sent this off. I said, oh, I, you, you, here's, the, here's the thing. And she's like, okay, I'm just going to go off and watch my video now. And it was all in there. I didn't have to do anything at all. And out came the other end exactly what I needed because it was all written as a series of steps. She knew when I when she received this document, it kicked off the system and out it all went the other end. She was empowered to do it on her own to make decisions. All I mean, honestly, it, it all just happened. It, it didn't require me sitting teaching any of the steps. It all happened. Yeah, we we recently had to, to transition um, our client care person in in trading business school, and it's a very complex, challenging role, uh, especially. Um, for a Filipino staff member because we're across Australian accounting, US accounting, as well as speaking to clients. It's a very, very challenging role to hire for, uh, let alone train for. We we had to, to, to move this person on very short notice and we found someone that were up and running within a week, right? Now, that never would have happened years ago. That's happened because we have the system and process for doing it. So, Hopefully, Miranda and I have inspired you enough to realize the importance of systems and automation. Uh, again, grab my book. We go through it step by step. If you want some help doing this stuff, just join the Trade Business School. You know, I guarantee that uh, you guys can probably get to where you want to go alone, but working alongside and with us, you'll get there a lot faster, having a lot more fun and making yourself a ton more money in the process as well, because this is, this is what we do. So, uh, you know, reach out to the team, whether it's through the Trade Business School com website, uh, a free Facebook group for trades and general contracts global, or even comment uh, down below this video somewhere and we'll be in touch. Miranda, thank you so much for your time today. Thanks, Barry. Uh, great conversation. And thank you to all you listeners out there for joining us today. And we'll see you on the next episode. Until then, bye. bye. See ya.